friends, welcome back to His Redeeming Love Podcast. Today we have a very special guest, Abigail Beeman, ECU Delights Team Director, and our friend to talk about who are you living for. We are so excited to talk about this topic today, and we really hope that the Holy Spirit speaks speaks to you through this. Um, so grab your Bible and journal, and let's hop on in. Also, don't forget to turn on your post notifications for our podcast, and follow our Instagram at His Redeeming Love Podcast. We're so glad that you guys are listening today. We have a very, very special, special person. Woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> Abigail Beeman, welcome. Thank Yay. Per. Yes. We're so excited. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. Of course, okay. of course. We're okay. so thankful to have you as a friend. Y'all don't know Abigail, but if you're in the Greenville area, you need to meet Abigail because she is a phenomenal person. And we heard like through today, like, I know her story and her testimony is, like, powerful and just encouraging to you guys. Like, she's just phenomenal. Like, what God's done through her and her story and just what she's continuing to do in her life now is just phenomenal. So, we're so excited and, like, grateful that you want to come on, but also that you support our podcast and have been a supporter since day one. Yes. Yes. We're just grateful for Abigail you. Abigail was supporting us before this was even a thing. We yeah. were like, Abigail, we want to start our podcast. And she was like, yes. So she's a real one. She yes. is a real one. So I guess to kind of jump things off, Abigail, tell our listeners just a little bit about who you are. Kind of like, I mean, where you are in life, like where Jesus has brought you. Maybe a little oh, bit about like your before. You. What he's teaching you. Like, just kind of tell us like, what is Abigail doing in her day to day? Yeah. So I'm also a senior at ECU. Yay! I'm not elementary yet, but I'm very no, close. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm doing special education, and I just love it so much. I'm currently interning at one of the local churches with their special yes. needs ministry. Um, you know, just volunteering. She helped start the ministry. She's being humble. She helped start it. True. Yeah. It's true. It's all God, and it's just His timing is so perfect. So um, yeah, that's what I'm doing, and I'm also. Doing team director for Delight Ministries at ECU. Yes. I'm leading Miss Avery. She's yes. She's partner in crime. Hit me um, up with service project ideas, guys. <laughs> I'm a service leader. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> but yeah, God's just doing so much in my life right now. This is like a season of waiting, kind yeah. of, because we none of us know what postgrad's going to look like. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm just a lot of pressing into him in those moments where... It's not always easy to press into him, so he's teaching me so much, and I'm just so thankful for the community that he's given me. You guys have been such a big part of that, so I'm just grateful for your ministry as well and what you're doing. You're being so obedient to him, and I just, I don't know. You guys are awesome, so thank you for having me. We love you. We love you. I'm so grateful for you. Yeah, Abigail's just incredible, and I think what you're doing and just, I love how you speak about it. Like, it was just, like, what God's doing. Like, I love how it's not about you. It's about him, and, like, I love that. And, like, that's kind of what Avery and I always want our podcast to be, like, never about, like, her and I just have the gift of, like, being the people that, like, record it and post it. like God mm-hmm. is at the middle of every aspect of it and like yeah. he gives us like he told us to do this like all the things so, so we're just you. grateful um well today we're talking about who are you living for and I'm just gonna go on in advance and say we might step on people's toes we yeah. we might and that's not yeah. a bad thing but we're preaching to us too we are we mm-hmm. are preaching to us and we are also kind of recalling our past selves mm-hmm. honestly and then there are times even in our life now where I think we sometimes have to remind ourselves like what are we living for? Like, are yeah. you catching an idol? Avery with Big Time Rush? Guys, <laughs> it's not an idol. We've talked about this. I just had to throw that in there. But 
Um, this okay, is okay. Side note: Who's the one that printed out James's picture and put it in our apartment, Caitlin? For you, because you uh, love him, and we talked about doing that. And you printed out one too. So I did. Oh yeah, I did. I did. I forgot about that. She printed it out too. Okay, I'll be quiet. Please. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Y'all just got behind the scenes of how this works. It is all about love. Okay, so let's just kind of jump in and get started. So it's kind of for all of us, but Abigail, I want to know from like your perspective, like. What do you think it means to, like, be living for the world, but then, like, versus living in Jesus? And if you're comfortable kind of sharing, like, what that's looked like in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I would just say, like, every single day we have a choice. Like, are we going to choose Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> or are we going to live for the world? WWJD. Yeah. Um, and so I was just kind of brought to Galatians 5, and it just talks about the fruit of the Spirit. And, like, when yeah. I think of the fruit of the Spirit, that's what I, like, want to reflect in my life every single yeah. day and how God's working through me. So it says... But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ, Jesus, have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. And so, like, every single day, like, Satan's going to tempt us. You know, we're going to be giving options. Like, are we going to choose this, like, which is a lie from the enemy, or are we going to choose truth from Jesus? And so, um, every day is an act of surrender and crucifying our flesh yeah um so i would just say like god's work through my life so you have to be careful when you're off on your own because you don't have your parents holding you accountable and dragging you to church every sunday you know like it's all on you like you have to wake yourself up and go to church every sunday you have to be pursuing god every single day like so it's just really important to be in your word and to be in prayer every single day so you're rooted. So yeah. when temptation does come, it's a lot easier to flee from it because mm-hmm. the Bible literally commands us to flee from temptation. Don't dangle it in your face. Don't give it a chance. Like, flee from it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. And I think, like, I know when I think about, like, what does it mean to live for the world, like, it means, like, we put our hope and our trust in like, other people or, like, certain things, like, I don't know, whatever it is that, like, you think is important to you, um, and, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of times when we put our hope in things of this world, we go to bed feeling unfulfilled, Mm -hmm. we go to bed feeling, like, we feel, go to bed feeling shaken, but when I take a step back and think about what does it mean to live for Jesus, like, to me, that means like, I surrender, like, not surrender your desires because when you, like, God gives you things, but, like, surrender what you think your life is going to look like and fully give that over to Him. And, like, you will, honestly, like, we're still going to, like, struggle and stuff. Like, we will be more fulfilled with Jesus because He's the only one that can complete us. So I think, like, when we think about what it means to live for Jesus and, like, live for Christ, it means, like, Fully trust, trusting in Him and surrendering everything to Him when the world is, like, putting our hope in things of this world that's going to leave us shaken. Yeah. No, that's good. And one thing that I love that, like, you said was, like, being rooted in your Word. Like, Avery and I, there is one thing that we say every episode about being practical. It's, like, being in the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is, like, the living, breathing Word. And, like, that is truly how we stay rooted in our relationship with Christ. But, like, I mean, Bible verses, like, we are supposed to use the Word to rebuke and, like, go against things. Like, when we're yeah. struggling with, like, sexual, like, 
intimacy with someone like we can use the word like no like this is like no this is for covenant of like marriage this isn't Mm -hmm. for like us to do like dating yeah or like whatever we're facing like we have the word and so it's so important for us to be rooted in that because then we can steward those fruits so I really loved it um you said that I really really do I think that was great um another thing um the next question kind of I have is kind of like why do we think so many people, like, I mean, we're in college, so, like, we've seen it, and, like, obviously, each of our own testimonies, we've mm-hmm. been around people. It's so easy to get so caught up in culture. Why do we think it's so easy? Like, why do we all, like, we come to college, why do we feel like there's such a pull to, to go to culture? Like, what do you think? Yeah, I think when you get to college, like, growing up, before you get to college, like, mm-hmm. movies, there's this stigma that, like, yeah frat parties are amazing like you're gonna meet the one at this frat party like all of these great things are gonna happen to you (laughs) but really like Avery was saying earlier like those things are so temporary and if we fill up on those we totally miss the whole picture of eternity that God has for us like from the old testament to now where we're at today like the whole point of that has been the cross and Jesus and living a life surrendered to him Mm -hmm. so I think like those things can be so luring and yeah. you know satan like i'll say it over and over again like things that are not of jesus they're of satan and yeah. so like he's gonna make things look beautiful like yeah. in the garden you know the fruit looks so beautiful to eve and she was like okay like i can be like god yeah. and then when we receive those things you know we give satan a, a foothold on our lives and it leads to destruction it doesn't lead yeah. to life and yeah, so, that's so good we have to like i said before we have to be rooted in our word like the word is one of our greatest weapons you know mm-hmm. prayer is another one of our greatest weapons yeah. another good weapon is community like we yes. need to be with each other we need to have people holding us accountable because if yeah. you don't have those fellow believers who are holding you accountable and who are also rooted in word and prayer like it's going to be hard doing life alone you can't mm-hmm. do life alone like god literally gave us each other and so um yeah that's what i would speak into that yeah. That's really good. No, I love that. I feel like, you know, for people, I mean, for me at least, and we've talked about this before, is like I didn't know where my identity was found Mm -hmm. because I wasn't rooted in Jesus. So I was looking for fulfillment and friendships and like just honestly being, I wanted to be loved. Like I wanted people to value me. And I thought, okay, well, if I go like to this and I meet all these people, like I'm like, quote unquote, like almost forced to be friends with. Mm -hmm. Or if like I want to be loved, like if I go out and like, you know, go to the bar, like, I'll find somebody and, like, that, but that's not, that is not love, and, like, that is just, like, a day-to-day, like, it's not enough, because you still feel brokenhearted, like, you still don't, I don't know, I just, like, remember still just always craving more and wanting more Mm -hmm. and knowing that what I was doing was not of Christ, like, I wasn't living for Christ either, and, like, I've also been the person in college who found Jesus, but also was struggling to, like, was walking both lines. Yeah. And so that can be hard too, but like when you hit on community, that was my game changer was Mm -hmm. because as I love Jesus, but I was still in a community that like was not a believer. So Mm -hmm. I was always so tempted. I mean, everyone was doing it and like that was my friends. But when you have that community shift, or at least for me, it opened a lot of things I was used to. Like I almost just felt ashamed of doing like from my past because I was like, my friends around me like aren't doing that. Like, and also I got closer to God. And so I was like, I need to live more holy. Like I need to be more pure. Mm -hmm. Because, like, God literally, like, died on the cross for me. Like, I'm that valuable to him. Like, yeah. I can sacrifice these worldly things. Like, if I'm in heaven, like, I'm going to be on the beach with, like, a margarita. And I'm going to be living a good life. But, like, I don't know. Um, it's just crazy. It's so crazy how the enemy tries to make everything so flashy and so yeah. changeable. But it's, like, this is not forever. Like, this is not eternal. Yeah. This is just, like, for now. And it's not even going to fulfill you. So, like, why? Yeah. You know? That's so good. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know if this is going to make sense, but... 
I know, I just, while you guys have been talking, I've been, like, trying to figure out how to say this in my head. <laughs> and, I know, it kind of relates to what we talked about in our last episode of loneliness, but, like, obviously I am not a perfect person. Like, I am human, I have flesh, and I make mistakes, but... And I made a lot of mistakes in high school, and I've done things in my life that I'm not proud of, but coming to college, I was so, it was so important to me to have a college ministry to go to, and like, to find a small group, and to find people that also loved the Lord and wanted to pursue Him, but if I'm being completely honest, like, I had the mindset of, like, I want to live for Christ, but... Like, I wasn't, my first year of college, I wasn't always pursuing the Lord. And, like, honestly, I wasn't doing my quiet time. Like, there, it would be, like, the only time I'd pick up my Bible was when I went to a community group. And that's not enough. Like, we're, we need to be doing it more. But even, like, I wanted to be living the life for Christ. But there were also times when I didn't feel God's presence. And mm-hmm. I didn't feel like He was walking with me. And so... Obviously, like, I don't know if there's, like, other age groups that listen to this podcast, but, like, we are college students, and so we are speaking from college experiences, so I just really want to, like, take a second to speak to, like, the college girl that is maybe in the same boat as me of, like, you're in college, you maybe have been in college for a while, or you just came to college, and you, like, want to be so on fire for God, and you want to have that life for Christ, but like you're struggling to have that personal relationship with him or like you have that relationship but you don't feel him and you don't feel his presence like and you just don't know if like living for Christ is worth it and like he I don't know if that if this makes sense like I just want to encourage you that you know just because you don't feel the Lord's presence like that does not make him any less real and I just want to encourage you like keep pursuing him and keep like, living your life and being that light and example. And also, like, the more that we spend time with Jesus, the more we become like him. And so, like, when you're spending time in your word, like, those qualities that Jesus has that we are, like, called to, like, we will start to embody those qualities because we will be drawn to them in Jesus as we learn more about him. And, like, yes, we are called to live for the world, but, like, also give yourself grace. Yeah. Um... I mean, I make mistakes every day, make mistakes that would be considered living for the world. But, like, I know that Jesus loves me and he's a God of redemption. And, like, every single day, like, I'm learning to surrender my desires at his feet and trust him and his will for my life and walk in obedience with what he's called me. So, like, living for Christ is not an easy thing to do. And so, if you're struggling with that, like, we'd love to talk to you more about Mm -hmm. that. But... Like, you're not alone in that, and don't think that just because you don't feel the Lord or, like, you're struggling, you're in a season where you're struggling, like, that doesn't mean you're a bad Christian or that you're not living for Christ. It just means you're human and you make mistakes, and we've all done that. I once heard something that, like, you know, I feel like, like, I forget how they worded it, but I'm going to try my best. It was, like... You know, as a Christian, like, sometimes we feel like when we're struggling, we feel like, why are we struggling? But, like, honestly, the struggle is good. You're having the conviction. And, like, you know in your heart, like, the Holy Spirit is telling me, like, this is not right. And I can attest to this. I was in college. When I beginning in college, I I never thought I'd be someone that liked to drink. But, like, it was. And, like, I'd go out and drink. And it was just, like, I remember at the beginning, I was, like, I would do it, but, like, near, like, the end of my freshman year and, like, beginning of my, I felt so bad. Like, I would leave, like, I would drink, and then I'd get, like, 
I would cry, and I would just, like, cry out to God, but it would be, like, two hours of me, like, just crying, like, God, like, why do I desire, like, why? Why do, why can't I say any, like, why do I keep facing this? Like, I'm so frustrated. Like, I know I shouldn't be doing this. I'm not 21. I'm going out with these people. I know I shouldn't be going out with these people. Like, the struggle was real, and when I tell you, like, I never thought I would get out of that because I was, like, I just, the one, the place I was at, two, like, I was just really struggling, and, mm-hmm. but God got me out of that, and, like, I can say, like, now, like, that desire is not there to, like, go out on a weekend to the bar. That desire, like, I, if I have a dream, like, I rarely drink in our apartment. Like, honestly, one of the, this was one of the first times when Michaela was over that we had a movie night. Like, her and I had, like, wine. And I'm 21 now. For everyone listening, I'm not mm-hmm. underage drinking. I'm 21. But I've just gone to this place where, like, literally God has taken that desire. And, like, it's mm-hmm. not there anymore. And, like, you know, I know what it's like to struggle. And like, we all have something that we've all struggled with, like, similar to that. But... I mean, like, the struggle, it it sucks, but, like, hold on to God, and, like, he, cry out to him, like, the conviction's beautiful because he cares enough to give you that, and, like, that's how I always try to think about it, like, God, like, the, I, you know, keep convicting me harder than you did the time before, God, like, if, you know, I, it was just, oh, the struggle is real sometimes in life. Yeah, that's good. I know my story's a little similar to that, like, freshman year. I wanted so badly to be liked by people. Yeah, like, same. When I, when I got to ECU, like, that's what everybody was doing. And so yeah. I was like, well, I want to try that, too. I never did any of that in high school. So it was, yeah. like, a totally new experience for me. Yeah. And so, you know, I'd get invited to things. And I'd be like, okay, like, I'll try this. Yeah. And I'll try that. And it would lead to another thing. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well, I'll try this. Yeah. But I'm so glad that I was saved yeah. when I was experiencing those, those moments of temptation and weakness yeah. for my flesh. Because... The next day, the Holy Spirit, I remember so tangibly that the Holy Spirit would be convicting me. I would be in tears. I'd be calling my mom, like, Mom, I... I know, I call my mom and be like, Mom, like, (laughs) I just can't believe, like... Yes, I'm like, I did this. I know it's wrong, but I, like, I still, like, I just want people to like me. And, you know, it was... That's really where Satan had a stronghold on me was in my mind, you know? Like, the mind is literally, like, the biggest battlefield. It's crazy, but... um, yeah, it was just a struggle of, okay, I want this person to like me, so I'm going to go to this party, and I want this person to like me, so yeah. I'm going to try this again, or I want this attention from this guy, so I'm going to yeah. go do this, and, you know, it just was a spiral, and Jesus finally was like, Abigail, like, you have to choose me, or you have to choose the world, yeah. you can't choose both, you're not going to get both, you're not going to be happy with both, you need yeah. to choose one, and so I've, finally, I was just like, okay, Jesus, like, I trust you with this, and, you know, that it was a little bit of a season of loneliness, but you know, I got to find Jesus in that. And so, um, I think in those moments where we feel alone and where we feel like we have nobody, we have him. You know, sometimes when you only have Jesus, like you have to remember you have all you need. You don't need anything else this world has to offer. You don't need like, yes, community is great. Community is God given. But even if we didn't have community and we had Jesus, we'd have everything. Yeah. So I love that. When you said the mind thing, it made me think of like Romans 12, one through two is so it says, it's the title is like a living sacrifice. This is NIV, by the way, if you have your Bible. But <clears throat> it says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in the view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and prove that God's will is his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Mm-hmm. And I love that because, you know, he tells her, like, let's not conform to the patterns of the world. Like, when we are Christians, we are set apart. The way we live is different. The way we think is differently. And, like, our mind is, like, the easy, an easy access for the enemy. So, like,
like we need to set our mind on things above we need to be rooted in god's word like we need to keep surrendering like you said every day like we need to nail our flesh on the cross like no yeah. i'm not living in my flesh like i'm living in the spirit of the holy spirit like that's mm-hmm. who i'm living for like he's in me and like i know the power of him and so i don't know i just feel like we got to start like believing this stuff like and sometimes yeah. you just need a reminder like we're human too y'all us three here like there are reminders where i'm like god whoo I mean, the language I'm using, like, where is this coming from? Like, let me remind myself, like, I'm not rooted in this world, but I'm rooted in you. And so. Yeah. I was watching. Sorry, I have another little thing. No, go for it. I was watching The Chosen last night. And <laughs> if you've never watched The Chosen, I'm just going to go ahead and. You need to be on it. it. Like, it's you free. Need to watch. It's free. Yes, there's an app. So type in The Chosen on Apple. Yeah. Store, wherever, whatever phone you have. It's okay if you don't have Apple, but. Um, is it? Is it, <laughs> is it really? I'm but, kidding. If you got a droid, we appreciate you. Yes, we do. I don't know why I said that like it's <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we do. <laughs> but um, I was watching the episode. Samsung's like, we're never giving them an ad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's my fault. <laughs> but, um, you know, like in the Bible, it talks about how um, Mary, one of God's followers, like she had demons and he drove them out from her. Yeah. Um, there's this episode and the Chosen's very clear that not everything that they share is like, like word for word what's from the Bible. They they make some of the things like what it would be like to be in that time period or like what could have happened because like we don't know the disciples and Jesus's followers we don't know their full stories and so um there was this one episode where Mary it's after Jesus has driven out these demons and she has been like just such a good follower of him for such a long time but she has this moment of weakness where she goes back and she goes back to her old habits and she's just broken and she's like I don't want to face Jesus but the disciples come after her and they bring her back and he's like he's waiting for you and so she goes into the tent and um she just she can't even look at Jesus but Jesus is just like look at me please look at me like Mm -hmm. like I forgive you he looks her in the eyes and says like I forgive you and he's like just because I redeemed you that doesn't mean you're not going to mess up yeah he's like but I I still forgive you and so like we're not here if you're going through these things that we're talking about if you're struggling with these things that we've struggled with we're not judging you we love you so much and Jesus loves you so much we've We've all been there. We've all struggled with these things. And so um, I just encourage you to, like, look up because Jesus' forgiveness is literally right in front of your face. Even if you've never met Jesus, he has always been right there waiting for you. So, um, yeah, I just want to encourage you guys to look up because our Father is literally waiting for us with open arms no matter what we've done. So That's good. I love that. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Guys, I'm trying to collect my thoughts. This is just so good. Um, Yeah, I'm just in my thoughts over here in the corner of the closet, guys. (laughs) I got clothes hanging out. Hey, y'all, we'll be in a new closet. (laughs) Y'all, okay. This closet is ten times smaller, and it is so uncomfortable. (laughs) But but we're making it work. We make it work. I got clothes hanging in my face. You know, it's fine. Abigail's pulling a string off of my shirt. (laughs) All the things. Um... Getting hit by the dress. Honestly, the dress. I half the time I can't even see what I'm doing. Trust I'm me, trying the to read my notes and I can't even see the notes because. Start um, a podcast, y'all. It'll be great. Honestly, you know, we met with someone. He told us to buy this microphone. Shout out to Colby at Overdark. That microphone was expensive. We got a budget, so ours is twenty dollars from Target, which is why we have to record in the closet because it doesn't have good audio. It is. Um. Sorry, I had a thought, like, today in my quiet time, kind of what you were saying about, like, the story where Jesus looks at the scroll. So, I'm reading, if any of you know, I'm going through the Old Testament. It has been a, it has been a time. It's been, like, a year, but it's been fruitful, and, like, I'm not going to lie, I think the Old Testament 
kind of I enjoyed not more than the New Testament, but I've really grown to love the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I'm reading Ezekiel and it's really good. Basically, oh. you know, Jerusalem they're fallen. Like God's like I'm y'all getting the judgment, mm-hmm. but it's through His holiness and pureness. Mm-hmm. But I, well, that's the point about the dry bones. Yes. And have, I'm sure we've all heard the song "Dry Bones Come Alive," Love and I've always Bible. heard that, but I'd never have read it like in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so I was reading it and I was just like honestly kind of amazed at God like. Yeah. If y'all know, like, basically Jerusalem, like, they were idolizing all these other things. They were, like, living for the world, and they weren't mm-hmm. trusting in him. I mean, they were, like, they're us, honestly. I look at I look at our world, and he talks about how, you know, he's going to, through him doing this and casting this judgment, he's going to redeem his people. And it's, like, through the dry bones. There's this land of, like, dry bones, and he goes, like, oh, God, like, what do you want me to do? He's, like, I'm going to breathe life into him. So God literally breathes life into these people through the wind, and then gives them skin, and they rise up, like, this army. And it's just incredible, like... God can redeem anybody. He can bring the dry bones to life. He can redeem your story. And, like, he has. We have to walk in, like, that grace. Like, God is just, it's insane how he is. Like, I read it, and I'm amazed every time of just his love for his people. And, like, for us, like, if you're living for the world, like, that is okay. But, like, let's get you to live for Christ. Like, God's not going to meet you be like, ah, you're going to hell. Like, ah. <laughs> Like, he's going to be like, come here, child. Like, I love you. Yeah. Like, and there was another part I was reading. It was talking about, like, God doesn't like to, like, God doesn't like to just, like, abandon his children. Mm-hmm. It hurts God. It's like, the people in this world who, like, never find Christ, like, it hurts him. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't want his child to live there. He wants them to have eternal life with him. So, like, y'all just hang on to the Holy Spirit. Hang on to that conviction. God, mm-hmm. turn to him. And I don't know why I said that, but it just, it made me think of that today. So. That's good. I just love the Lord. The Lord is good. The Lord is real good. But. No, that's good. I don't know. This is like kind of switching directions a little bit, but <laughs> I really wanted to talk about the verse Ephesians four twenty two through twenty four. It says, "You are taught with regard to your former life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness." And I highlighted the part about deceitful desires and how we're being corrupted by them. But, like, we are called to be made new in the attitude of our minds. And I know I've I've really been wrestling with, like, desires I feel like God is giving me. But, like, also trying to be content in where God has placed me. Yeah. And it's really a struggle because I don't, like, I, yeah, I have flesh and I... I will. Re- I don't want to share too much about this, but I'm this woman. I I knew I knew I wasn't supposed to do it, but like I I did it anyway. If and, y'all know, you know. Word and, spreads fast. Yeah, and um, it's like the Psalms thing all over again. Just calling myself out on this podcast. Um, but and I knew like God is. I heard a clear no from God, but because I'm human and I have that desire, like, I chose to walk in disobedience, I don't know if that's word, yeah. um, and do it anyway, and it wasn't bad, but, I mean, it wasn't the outcome that I wanted, but I think, like, I knew that wasn't what was best for me anyway, and I knew I really didn't want that, but, like, I wanted that, I have that desire, so, like, I was trying to make it work, and I was Mm -hmm. trying to fit something into, like, a. I was trying to fit a worldly thing into, like, this Christ-centered life I'm trying to live, and it just did not work, um, and so I just, I was encouraged when I saw this verse, like, it's so hard to, like, put off, it says, like, put off your old self, which is being corrupted, and, like, put 
on a new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Like, it is so hard to every single day wake up and choose. Like, okay, God, I'm going to trust in you. Yeah. Okay, God, I'm going to surrender to you. Okay, God, I trust you well for my life. Like, I'm going to walk in obedience. Like, there's some days I wake up and I'm like, okay, God, I'm not feeling this today. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, this season, like, not this season. I'm still in this season. But, like, the thing I just did, like, I, it was very much like, okay, this is what Avery wants, so Avery's going to do it. And I have to live with the consequences of that. And I, like, I have to, like, I apologize to God for that. And I think sometimes, like, we just need to give ourselves grace. I think mm-hmm. that's, like, where I'm trying to go with this is, like, it's so easy to just the give the enemy a space in our head and allow the enemy to just, like, oh, but you made one mistake, like, you're, like, not living for Christ, so you might as well just like quit and give up like no like god is a god of grace and mercy and redemption and like just because you make one mistake doesn't mean you're like you're not a good christian or you're not living for christ still and so i don't know maybe i don't know i just i love this verse and how it says like we need to be reminded of how our desires can be corrupted by us. So, like, I feel like the more time we're spending in the Word, the more time our desires are going to align with God's will for our yeah, life. that's good. And so, you know, throw off your new life, open up the Word, pray to God, ask Him to show you what He wants to, to teach and show you, and your desires will start aligning with Him, and every day when you wake up, it'll be an easier choice to live yeah. for Christ. Um, because you will be seeking him. Like, if, like, how can you expect to live a life for Christ, but you're not seeking him in the first place? Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell y'all, this is a really, this is a big part of my testimony, but when I came into college, I joined an organization and like, that was who I was. And as in joining an organization, I also felt this pull from God to like get involved with his light and other ministries. And so I did. And I loved it. But in that, I was in two different things, which were in two different worlds. One was completely worldly, and one was obviously Christ and Holy Spirit filled. And in that, I really had to make a choice. And it was hard for me. And, like, I couldn't make the choice because I loved both so much. And, like, it got to the point where I was selfishly putting on what I wanted to do and things that I wanted. Like, I knew what God had for me, and I knew God wanted to do something special in me, but I was not willing to give up what I had known. Like, and I knew the people, the place was not good for me, but... It was just all I knew, and, like, the enemy was, like, Caitlin, like, this is going to be, like, you're going to be, like, the enemy will feed you stuff and, like, make you feel like this will be the best. And, like, you can still have God, but have him on the side. Let me tell you, I'm almost, what, six to eight months out from that, and this is probably the happiest I've ever been in my life. Like, I know who I am. I know who I am. I know who mm-hmm. created me, and everything that I'm doing has fulfilled me. Like, before, it was, like, not that I wasn't fulfilled. It just it hits differently. Like, yeah. I know what I'm doing is not for me, but it's for God, mm-hmm. but it's for other people. Like, I'm spreading the good news of God, and, like, I'm able to pour into all these people from my experiences and from God redeeming me, and so... We really do have to nail our deceitful desires because they do not measure up to what God has for us. I thought I had everything. Mm-hmm. I thought I had it all, and I thought I was successful, but I really wouldn't deem it successful because I wasn't genuinely happy. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the friends. I didn't have the community I thought I did, but in reality, they weren't the people that should I needed in my corner. Yeah. And so, like, but now I'm at this place where this is fulfilling. This is what I'm doing. I'm living for Christ. I'm not tempted. I mean, I literally, when you talked about earlier, like, having, like, dangling temptation in your face, that's what I was doing. It was dangling in my face, like, every weekend. Like, y'all, y'all can't see. It's the hand motion that they do when they say that. You can't see me. It's just, like, dangling in my face. 
But I just, I really relate to that. And so, like, don't don't let it dangle. Like, you know what you're supposed to do, Glen Coco. And if it's redirecting your life, like, that's okay. Redirect. <laughs> <laughs> like, if God's trying to redirect you, there is no problem in redirection. Like, that's a blessing. Like, God doesn't do anything or your story for failure. God is not a God of failure. He's a God of blessing and of purpose. So, ain't nothing in your life been a failure. It's been a blessing. And you got to look and look at God and have him tell you what the blessing in it is. And it's going to be fruitful. So don't give up. Give yourself grace, but know where you're rooted in. Know who you were chosen to be, and God's got something for you. He has something for you. He He knew all of us, and He knew we were all gonna be friends. I think about that all the time because I always didn't come to ECU, and so the fact that we're like God knew we were all gonna connect like crazy. Y'all, what? Let me just. No, I know you're gonna say this. Yep. Is gonna make me sound horrible. Nope, I'm sharing it anyway. <laughs> so did you know this? Did I, I don't think so. I, don't think so. <laughs> I was talking to, I actually was talking to someone about this today. Oh, Rachel. Shout out to Rachel Wynn. Sorry, Rachel. I don't know how to pronounce it. Wayne. No, it's Wynn. Rachel Wynn. It's Wayne. Whatever. It's not important. She works at Open Door. Shout out to Open Door. We talk about okay. Open Door every single episode. But yeah. anyway. Shout out to Open Door. Um, And Covenant. I forgot. What, oh. And all yeah. the churches. Yes. All the churches of the Lord. <laughs> anyway. Um, now I feel like this isn't, this isn't through with what we're talking about, but I'm sharing it anyway because it's funny. It's so, not funny, though. It is It makes funny. me sound like a bad person. It is funny. I mean, this is definitely not the Christian thing to do, but. Anyway, okay, so the other, it was like a few, like a month or so ago, <laughs> Kayla and I were talking about, like, the beginning of our friendship and, like, how we came to be friends. And we were counting, like, where we met. And so, for those of you who don't know, we met through Delight. When I, I went to App State my first semester of college, and then I transferred to ECU. And so, when I first came to ECU, I, like, my friend Allie from back home, she went to Delight. So, I was like, okay, yeah, like, I'll try out Delight. You know, like, then we good. And Caitlin was one of the leaders. Should not have been leading, but was so there. <laughs> I didn't like I didn't really talk to her. Like I talked to her like a few times. I think we went on a delight date, and um, we went to the scullery and we had breakfast. I do now, yeah. Um, and <laughs> see, she doesn't even remember this. Story, I do now. That this you just makes it. the story better that but, she doesn't even remember that we went to breakfast. <laughs> I do now. Now I remember we sat by the wall. Yes, we did. I do. Have you ever been there? Anyways, get to the story. Anyway, okay. the story. So, yes, we were talking about, um, you know, how we became friends. And this girl looks at me. And do you know what she says? She goes, Mom, to be honest, I didn't really like you when I first met you. Not that I didn't Net, like let her. Me finish, no. Let me finish. She said, she's like, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is what you said. She said something like, I just feel like you had your life together and I did not. And I was like, Caitlin, I'm literally the furthest person. Like, <laughs> no, okay. so far from having my life no, together. No, look, when I met her, like, the, just looking at Avery, from the way uh-huh. she dresses to the way she talks, everything, I thought, this girl's only ever grew up in church. I'm broken. Like, her and I are not going to play. Like, she's probably, like, a stuck-up Christian. Like, that's what I thought. So, I thought. That is so hurtful. And at the time, <laughs> y'all, yes, I was leading in a ministry. I should not have been leading. But I was, like, ashamed. Like, did not feel comfortable at the time going to, like, and talking about it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was really struggling, but I just didn't feel comfortable, and I was just really struggling, and I thought, like, her and I just, I was just really wild, like, if you, she really was listen, judging me. I was, like, wild and, like, broken, and I just didn't think Avery could relate to me, so I thought her and I probably will never be friends, and lo and behold, <laughs> and later. little did she know that I was not reading my Bible, 
And don't I judge was, a book. And I was living. I mean, I, like I was living in some of the sense of like I was like choosing the world. I was like <laughs> she was choosing Netflix. I really <laughs> was. I, like it was. Um, I'm not ashamed. It was Disney Plus. Okay, it was Disney Plus. But um, I yeah. So I don't know. It's just testing of the like, Lord does a thing. Yeah. Don't doubt the Lord. And look, when I was going through my crazy year this year, Avery was the one person. That was by my side every day. And, like, when I needed someone to cry to, she let me cry to her. And when I needed someone to, I just needed someone to hang out with, Avery was my person. So I spent more, I slept over at her apartment more times than I did my own bed. Yeah. So, she's a real one. And she, well, I'm forever grateful for yes. her and the Lord. Let's get back right. on track. Wait, okay. No, I am getting back on track. One thing okay. I wanted to talk about. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I was like, what? That was a really long break. I'm so sorry, guys. But like, it was funny. Um. But one thing I wanted to say when you were talking about, like, the organization you were in and stuff and, like, the the shift you had when you left was there was such, I mean, you were happy in the sense of, like, we were doing things that were fun, but, like, mm-hmm. there was, like, an overwhelming sense, or, like, not over, like, an overall sense of just, like, sadness yeah. and, I don't know, unfulfillment, and we've talked about, like, that's what worldly things give you. Yeah. But... It was, like, not too long after you left. It was such a shift of, I went, you went from unfulfillment to, like, fulfillment and joy. Like, there was so much joy that just exuded from you. And I think that was because you went from putting, sorry, guys, how long a moment. (laughs) Um, You went from putting something that is worldly, so important and high on your list to, like, not even being on your list anymore. Yeah. And, like, you went to putting Jesus first and to wanting to walk in obedience with what he's called you to do. And, like, look where you are now. So, yeah. I, I think that's just an encouragement to anyone listening. Like, if you are in something, not saying that things like that are bad. Like, we all have yeah, things that we not. enjoy that, like, It just wasn't for me. Yeah, but, you know... We are all created differently, and we all have different plans and purposes for our life. And, like, if you're in something that you don't really feel fulfilled, and you kind of leave feeling empty, not saying it's a bad thing, like, maybe God's not calling you to that. And yeah. maybe you're not supposed to be doing that in the first place. And, I mean, I, Kaylin just shared, she learned that lesson. I literally just learned that lesson, like, oh, <laughs> we, oh we could go, guys. Oh, we could go. And, and like, it's I, not going to be the last time we learn it. Like, no, no, guys. And we'll... We'll always struggle with that. Until a certain thing happens, I will. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I gotta stop with Anyway, that. Um, and I'm sure, and I know that Abigail has experienced that, too. So, I know, if you're just going through something, this darn dress, guys, all on my face. <laughs> but, um, yeah, if you're just in something that you don't feel fulfilled, I just encourage you to, like, pray to God and ask him, what does it look like for you to stay? What does it look like for you to leave? And... If it looks like leaving looks like more fulfillment and joy, then I encourage you to take that hard yeah. step. And it's going to be hard, but I promise you, he has something ten times better than you yeah. for you. And, I mean, before that, we would never have had the opportunity or time to do this. Yeah, Or never. to potentially lead a small group. Like, we would never yeah. have even been able to dream that if it yeah. wasn't for God taking her out of that situation. Yeah, and it's a blessing. It's not a failure. It's it's a blessing. And so, like, I, I just have been there, y'all. And, like, God is rede- and God's redeemed it, and God's going to use it. And I believe in that. And, I mean, it was not easy, far from easy. And it was a lot of healing, a lot of resting in the spirit. But 
when you know when God when God calls you out of something or calls you into something, like He He's gonna catch you when you fall, mm-hmm. and He's gonna be by your side. And so, you know, I just encourage you. You know, if the Lord's discerning friends to you that aren't your people, God, you gotta leave them, and it's gonna be hard. But God's gonna give you good people around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if it's a place, you know, if you're you really want to pursue Jesus, but you just can't leave, ask God to do it. I couldn't do it. And I remember praying that prayer like, God, I can't like I physically can't like you're going to have to be clear and you're going to have to like you're going to have to get me out of it. And it was clear. It was it was every day. Something kept happening. Something, mm-hmm. Someone was being said or the Lord just he did it. And I, I think of it like he loves me so much and he cares about my soul so much that he did that mm-hmm. for me yeah. to be in his blessing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, so yeah. Um, I think the last thing we just kind of want to talk about in, um, is what advice, this is for you, Abigail. Yes, like, this we is can for speak, you. Sorry, you've been quiet. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> we can speak on this too, but, um, what advice would you give our listeners when dealing with culture and, like, living for Christ? Like, if they're truly struggling, like, what advice would you give them to make that shift to, from living to the world to living for Christ? Yeah, I mean, I would just go back to God sees you, and God knows what you're going through. Um, It might not seem like it, but I'm just, I'm kind of reminded of the story of Leah and Rachel, you know, when, when Rachel, like, she was the beautiful one, and, you know, Jacob wanted her, but, um, you know, Leah, her sister, she was not wanted by Jacob, and she really felt like God didn't see her, and so um, God blessed her with multiple kids and it took multiple times for her to finally realize that God just wanted her heart. He just wanted her focus. He was blessing her immensely, but he didn't, he didn't care about all of the worldly things. He just wanted her focus. And so I would just say to like, like my example with Mary earlier, like look up, like the father is right there waiting for you. It doesn't matter what you've done. Nothing is too big for him. Um, amen to that. So I would just encourage you to also, um, get plugged into a local church, a local small group, like wherever you can to be with other believers because we're called to hold each other accountable and we're called to be in community. And so um, we, our struggles don't need to be kept in the dark because that's Mm -hmm. when Satan, I believe, can do the most work of destruction. The Bible literally says that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus has come to give life and to give it abundantly. And so when you're allowing Satan into those dark places, you know, he's going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got to let, let the light come in, you know, yeah. let people, let people know what you're struggling with yeah. and ultimately just bring it, bring it to Jesus because God sent his son to die for you. Yeah. Um, Jesus literally hung on a cross and bled for you. Yeah. And so, um, you know, if we didn't have struggles and we didn't have sin, you know, the cross would be pointless. Yeah. And so, um, I just want to encourage you to just just look up at your father because he loves you so much and you know he has such great plans for you even if you don't see it for yourself Mm -hmm. um satan's a liar and you're so loved so just remember that yeah i love that Uh, i feel like what you said summed it up perfectly like i i absolutely love that abigail we appreciate you coming on thanks like it is a blessing just to hear you speak and it's just to watch like all that you're doing is just incredible and just have you as a friend to call Mm -hmm. and Abigail is just an incredible person, and so really it's a blessing to have you here and to do this. We love you. And shameless plug, if you live in Greenville and go to UCU or Pitt and you are looking for ministry, come to Delight. Delight Ministries, we meet on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. You can follow our Instagram at Delight ECU. And for our men, 
Brahmin. Scotifuse, yeah. the young ones. I don't know all the other ones. We have uh-huh. a bunch of awesome churches. So yeah. DM us. I mean, Avery and I say that all the time. Like, we want to help y'all find a church, like, in community. Um, but also Delight's awesome. I love Delight, and they do great at Delight. And I'm excited for this year. And So, yeah, contact us. We want to get you plugged in. Come hang out with us. Come hang out with us. Let's be friends. Oh, and also... Shout out to my roommate, Michaela. Michaela! We love Michaela. I told her I would shout her out, and I hadn't done that yet. But she's just such a blessing to me. And she's, like, our story is just such an example of God's faithfulness. And so, yeah, that just ties into my little community piece. But I just wanted to shout out my roommate. We love Michaela. Michaela. Michaela's here in spirit. Michaela has an earring business. So if you ever need some earrings, hit up. She'll be at Delight's Kickoff. Yes, sell them those earrings. So, you know, yes. All right, well, thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode. We hope you guys enjoyed our conversation today and were able to gain wisdom and support. Don't forget to turn on our post notifications on your streaming platform as well as follow us on Instagram at His Redeeming Love Podcast. We love you guys and just pray that this week is a week of transformation. Um, We love you guys. Have a great week. Bye, y'all. Bye.